what's deliverance? Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> and do you have the determination to live, to be diligent in the right things? Christine's going to take us into Second Kings to discuss that very thing. We're so very glad you're joining us for this episode 33 of Devoted in the Daily. Hello there, I'm Christine James. And I'm Jocelyn DeWitt. And here's the thing, the God who created all the earth did not call you, set you apart, anoint you, and create you to live an ordinary life. He called you to live an extraordinary one. Now, Jocelyn and I, we don't have PhDs. We're, we don't have mega ministries. We're just two anointed ladies uh, oversharing about living devoted in the dailies. Welcome to the conversation. This is Devoted in the Daily. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Devoted in the Daily. We're so excited you're here to join us. Um, we've got some fun things to talk about today. Here we go. Are you ready? Dive into the letter D. D. We're diving in. That's a letter. Because we're going alphabetically that. through this season on all of our topics. And we're on D. And uh, we got some fun things to talk about. But first, our first segment is. What are your favorites? Favorite D's. Favorite D's. Okay. One of my favorite D's is going on a drive. I love driving. You know I love I just. about that too. You did? Yeah. I really like it. I do too. I really do. Another one that I really love is diners. Oh, I don't, but. <laughs> well, we learned that you like breakfast. That can be a really good thing at I diners. Know, but a lot of diners don't have like good quality food. Oh. And I got really sick one time at Denny's. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Denny's, but we're talking <laughs> we're talking like, you know, the home style. Like, that's my dream is literally to have like a diner. Oh, okay. Some of my favorite breakfast places here locally, uh, Chompers and Bells, which yes. are the same owners. And then so good. Is, Izzy's Comfort Kitchen. Yeah, I haven't been there yet, that. which we're going to go. We're going to go. I hear they have fried green tomatoes, so that's that's where I'm at, the fried green tomatoes. We're good. I'm taking her. It's going to be so good. Anyway, those are, I don't feel like are diners. They're breakfast places, but. Hmm. Yeah, you know, like with the bar counter. Okay. And like the style is fun. I'm with you there. Like a diner style. Yeah. Like I just want to, I just want a place like a diner to me is like cooking out of your kitchen for all your, all your people. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like that's what a diner is like to me. Okay. Like here you are. Welcome to my home. Um, I really like daylight. <laughs> I, that's okay. what we, I, we live in the Pacific Northwest, right? And yeah. The it's gray a lot here. It is, yes. And it I is just like you're the from the sunny today, sunny and I was singing. It was beautiful. It's been beautiful outside yesterday we lost and it, today. We lost it. The gray has come back. Whenever oh. the sun peeks out here, you do get pretty excited. I'm like, get outside now, now, now. Yeah, you tell you do. You talk about it all the time <laughs> when it's sunny. It's sunny. Go. I'm like, oh boy. So I don't know. That just it is nice. When I was down in Florida, it was nice to be in the daylight in the sun. Yeah. Like it was really a lot more a lot more valuable than like what I initially was like ready for. I was ready for the warmth, but the daylight was yeah. Very nice. And when it like gets dark at four o'clock in the afternoon. Okay, well that's going away now. Hallelujah. It was like darkness and still somewhat light the other day. It was. That was nice. That was nice. I saw the moon last night. That was new things. You could see things in the dark. Yeah. That's another day. Okay. Okay. What's another one? 
of your um, favorite D's. Well, my husband is a David. He's so a David. He's a favorite. He's my favorite. I love David in the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's pretty great. He's pretty great too. Um, I love the divine. Yes. Yeah. You know, divine. the divine. Yeah. I don't know. I like divine encounters. Oh. In divine moments, like yes. where you get to see the divine well, hand you of God, see the heavenly. Yes, yeah. like I just, I really love that. That's one of my favorite things. Another one of my favorites is deliverance. Oh, I let's do. take this now. Can we take this now and transition into our next seg- segment? We'll leap on over there. We'll let's leap, on, leap over on over to what we're thinking. What we're thinking. What, what are you thinking? What, what are well, we thinking? I've been thinking about deliverance a little bit lately. You have. I have. I have because this girl over here likes deliverance. So she talks about it. Jocelyn, like she uses some vocabulary when it comes to deliverance that I am so super unfamiliar with. Yeah. It's not a normal, it's not in, in the normal church vocabulary. Well, and the, honestly, I, this is right? another D that I kind of was contemplating as we were prepping is, yeah, what is that? denominations yes so there's all these different denominations and the denominations that i have mostly you know stepped into faith and grown in um has not talked about deliverance it has not been a familiar word um and then you know all of the the vocabulary around that it's because they're afraid of the other d word demons demons yeah. Nobody like wants it's to just talk about that. Not talk the about. devil, demons. Nobody wants to talk about that. And That's I scary. don't know. It's something that has just been really intriguing to me. Not only because, well, a lot of it is intrigued, has been intriguing just with her, just us becoming closer and talking more um, and her being very frank with me. <laughs> she's just comfortable, which I love that she's comfortable with me. And so she like points out things. Yeah. And I'm like, huh, what's that about? You know, because <laughs> my, again, my denomination, the ones that I have kind of gone through, mm-hmm. um, just haven't used those things. So just kind of doing a little bit of prayerfully diving into some of those things has been something that I've been thinking about for sure. Wrestling out of it for, for a little while, a little while. And it's cool. It's really cool discussion to have. It is. And one thing I thought was really great was talking with Jocelyn recently, we had this conversation where I'm like, like not everything is when we're talking deliverance, it doesn't all mean we're wrestling with demons. Right. There's, we go through deliverance from strongholds, from lies, from yeah. Decisions, inner vows, um, soul ties, like all of those, you know, binds that we've made over things, um, ways that are like our thinking is just all of those things are deliverance. Like you are being delivered from oppression and bondage, which so is not like, of God. Oh yeah. I've been doing deliverance ministry for like 10 years now, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. I haven't been using that vocabulary or really identifying and seeing, um, certain aspects in it with with the way she does right yeah how that how demons play in that because we've left the door open or you know our sin leads to open doors where it opens the door for the devil to play right right which then we need deliverance like deliverance is repentance receiving repentance forgiving others like forgiving ourselves that is 
all a part of deliverance. And that helps close those doors from demons playing in your sin, playing in the dirty, Mm -hmm. playing in the muddy water um, that we have lived in and created and liked, you know, or we're fleshly people that are always being transformed and renewed by his blood and his blood delivers us from evil, you know? Yeah. And sin is not of God, right? It is evil. And so if we're walking in sin and doing those things, you know, cause we all were sinners every day um, and we're repenting and forgiving ourselves and receiving forgiveness and repenting means repent and turn, turn away and start like changing actively, and making some different decisions, right? Actively yeah. turn. Then what happens is we're being delivered from the bondage of that sin. Now, it doesn't mean that all consequences taken off the table because, right. you know, there is um, the law of reaping and sowing. So sometimes in our sin, oftentimes in our sin, we have caused damage, caused beliefs, have beliefs, done things. And yes, we will reap them. But like, because we have walked through deliverance, it, the blow is much different it isn't going to trip us up to lead to more sin because we're dependent now on the blood instead of ourselves. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um. So all good things. Deliverance is not a scary word. It is nothing to be afraid of by any means at all. Yeah. Um, and when you have the blood of Christ and you know who you are in Christ, then demons really. They don't like it. Well, and they have no power, authority. right? They have no authority. So the, being able to. Uh, I don't know. I think exploring this kind of um, verbiage and um, where, I don't know, where, what deliverance really looks like. Um, yeah. Driving down the road of deliverance to see what's, what, what the journey is like. Uh, it It's, I think maybe we should talk about it more. I 100% agree we should talk about it. I mean, the church should be talking about it. Everybody should be talking about it. I think the fear is that we're giving, like when we talk about the devil or demons, that we think we are giving him more power when we speak about him. Right. Which, you know, there are times I think that we can do that. Yeah. But I think calling it out for what it is is really important. Right. I think there's something I said to somebody one time when they were like, well, I don't want to talk about that because that's just giving him credit. And I don't want to give the devil any kind of credit. But here's the deal. If somebody came and, you know, stole stuff from your house and then left, would you just say, well, my house is stolen? Or would you expose the person, the camera that somebody stole off your, you know, from your house to remove and get your stuff back? Right. Go go down to the gates of hell and take into the devil's territory mm-hmm. and take back what is yours. It's the same kind of idea as saying my camera shows that somebody walked up onto my doorstep, took my package and left. So now I'm going to expose that footage. Ooh, right. Yeah. And say this is stealing my like this person is stealing my stuff. Well, that person is the devil. That person is principalities. It's not a person. It's principalities. It's stealing your stuff. It's stealing your joy. It's stealing your um, peace, your peace, your sound mind, your sound mind and <laughs> your self-worth, um, your identity. Well, we could go on and on and on. Um, you know, your trust, your faith, mm. all of those things he steals and he steals them all the time because we're unwilling to look at the camera footage and expose who's actually stealing it. Hmm. You know, we don't want to talk about it. You all want to put up a camera and look at it, but you don't want to actually like look at the footage. 
There you go. So that's my thought. I've always thought that just, I wanted to know. She thinks about deliverance a lot. All the time. But do you know why? Because when I got saved, I wanted to know like, why, why for 30 years did I not live in freedom? Like what held me back from seeing the love of Christ? That's what I wanted to know. And so what happened was, is I get like really worked up and riled up when I start realizing, oh, so because I, you know, had trauma as a child and I made inner decisions as a child and I started believing that I was, you know, unworthy and I was only worthy of X, Y, and Z and all these different things, principalities, because I came into agreement with them, came in and decided to like lie to me continuously about how God loves me. Like, they don't love you. I love you. I make you cool. I make you smart. I make you capable. I make you cute. Like, all these kinds of things is what they said, which then mute out the love of Christ. The truth. Which is, no, he does. Yeah. Because he created me that way. And that's where real freedom is. Yeah. So it really starts like a hunt out. When you start seeing the truth and looking at the camera footage, and saying, I'm sick and tired of my packages being stolen. Um, I'm going to go and expose it. When you really start doing that. Yeah. You start taking back the ground. Start taking back the ground. Yeah. So let's talk That's about it. Stuff. Quit hiding. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Moving in. Moving into. Moving into our devoted discussion. Which this is kind of feeding. It kind of feeds a little bit. Oh, yeah. I kind of think. Sure. From what we just said. Yeah. Determination. That's our D today. Our topic. Determination and and diligence. diligence. These are things that we need on the daily, right? On the daily. On the And you need them for your work. In order to be devoted? Yeah. Hey, I just realized it's D today and our title of our podcast is all d's well, except for there's an i and the and the t in the yes. devoted in the daily yeah dd yeah anyway <laughs> determination yeah and diligence here we go oh i love these two man i love these two kind of need these to be devoted kind of just a little the bit daily in the daily and that's the thing it's the daily right yeah, how like do you grind? How do you work through all the different things? Disappointment, discouragement, disgrace, like doubt, all those things you have to be determined. Well, that was a lot of D's. I know that really that just slowed off of my tongue. They <laughs> <laughs> just how do we do that? By being determined. By well, let's... how do we keep our determination? That's kind of the like honestly. I feel honestly. Can I just go? I think we need each other. I think when we are losing hope or we are losing steam, we need to rally. Yeah. Rally with each other. And, you know, watching other people, um, like hit these huge marks, it helps you to stay determined because you see how God was moving and, and, you know, that perseverance. If they can do it, I can do it. Yes. It's like, you can watch other people run. Like you don't just think you can just run a marathon no you've watched other people run marathons you've watched them be victorious you watch them do it repeatedly i don't understand my mind train yeah training equipping perseverance creates character character creates hope which hope hope does not disappoint it doesn't um so i came across this devotional that 
It was really good. And I was going to use it for something else. But as we were talking about this, I was like, oh, this plays right in. And it's good. It's good. It's really good. So um, it's from Strong by Lisa Bevere. And this, the title of it is Leaving um, the Land of Regret. And the basis of it is it's in 2 Kings 7, 3. Um, I'm going to read 7, 3 through 4. Mm. And um, what's happening right now is there's a famine in the land. And there's uh, the enemy, the Arameans, Arameans, they're in a camp outside the city, right? They're ready. They're getting ready to attack the yeah. city. And um, everybody is super scared of them. Now, there were four men with leprosy at the entrance of the city gate. They said to each other, why stay here until we die? Mm. If we say we'll go into the city, the famine is there and we will die. Mm-hmm. And if we stay here, we will die. So let's go over to the camp of the Arameans and surrender. If they spare us, we live. Mm. If they kill us, well, then we die. Um, I just think this is, I mean, how cool, like these brave, uh, what do they have to lose? Right? Yeah. Zealous. They are ready to be, you know, a little determined to live. <laughs> Hey, there's a chance that we could live if we do maybe something a little different. Right, right, right. Right? And I mean, I love it. Like God just used these out like outcasts. Lepers are like total outcasts. They can't go, you know, be around other people. Nobody. I mean, they're just. Which how many times do we feel like that? Have you ever felt like that? Oh, yeah. We're just outcasted. Like you're not, you can, like, it doesn't matter. Like whatever you choose, it doesn't matter. Like, okay. Why so, me? So here's the thing though. Okay. The lepers, they go into the camp. Well, they start going that way into mm-hmm. the camp. The Arameans, I think that's how you say it. Go with it. They hear tons of horses and like the Lord just does something and scares the entire army. Mm-hmm. And so the entire army gets up and scatters and they leave their camp. So all of their equipment, all of their food, all of their food in a famine, all of their, like, famine. all of their um, gear is all there. And these lepers, they just go in there like, what? No one's here. Let's eat, you know? And so they dig in and they're starting to get all of these things. And, yeah. and they say, you know what? It's not okay for us to, to keep this to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Let's go tell the city. Anyway, I just think that story is so great. And, and some of the things there, like Lisa Bevere just dropped some bombs in this devotional. And I'm just going to give some of her quotes here. It says, there comes a time when each of us must decide enough is enough. We all need to walk with destiny in mind without, without a destination, a walk becomes a wander. It is time for you to exchange the phrase, if only, Mm -hmm. for the phrase, even now. A regret will continue to echo in our lives until it is addressed head on. Oh, man. That's the truth right there. Right? Good stuff. So good. Can we dare to try 
to change things up and to be determined to live. Right. To deter- and to press forward. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, and there's times where like, I, I know that I will never go back. Yeah. I know that I know that I know because I am determined to never go backwards. Yeah. Do you know? And I stumble, but like, that's a different stumbling and falling and then picking yourself back up. That's a whole other different thing. Right. Than reverting. Staying in the same place or reverting back. Yeah. Yes. And going back to old things. That's a whole other thing. But like the determination that like God says, a righteous man rises seven times. You know what I mean? Falls and rises seven. Did I say that right? I think so. Seven, he rises again. Okay. <laughs> he gets back up. He gets back up. And he, cause he's determined because the righteousness of Christ, like there's a, there's like this Holy spirit determination and it is not by our flesh. Right. You know what I mean? It is trusting. I really believe this determination is trusting the Lord, having faith, knowing that like they're whatever casting care to the wind and just trusting the only one who is capable and powerful and in charge. That's what determination means to me. Like getting myself off and just laying it all at his feet and going. Right. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I have clung to the promises in Romans eight, that I am more than a conqueror through him. And the victory that I can live through Christ Mm -hmm. and how I can, I mean, if you think about the determination that Jesus had lived with to get through to the goal, to do his father's will, like it's mind blowing. Thinking about the garden of the garden of Gethsemane. Gethsemane. (laughs) Yes. And how, broken and like facing fear right on and determined he had to be in order to go fulfill the purpose of of his life right and and the other part is is that when you choose to determination when you choose that i the amount of grace that god like bestows in your determination is just mind-blowing to me you know what i mean that like in in our humanness like the amount of grace that he puts upon you to be able to be determined to persevere is that it is there the spirit that raised christ from the dead is living in you Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if we have received him right and i think oftentimes when we think of determination we think in our own power Mm, yeah do you know what i mean like i can't i can't do this i can't do that and the truth is you don't have to worry about it you just need to be weak and dependent on him when he says, let's, let's push through. Like I am calling you here. If he's calling you there, he will give you the determination, the zeal. Yeah. You just have to choose in to all of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, gosh, there's a verse in, I think it was first Thessalonians that really, uh, stuck out to me this week, especially because there's just so much going on in my life. Um, and so trying to remain, remain balanced and remember the being in the midst of the doing, um, yeah. uh, work, uh, it's Paul talking to the church and he says, I see the way you work in faith, mm. you labor in love and you persevere in hope. And so, I mean, I stopped and wrote that down and, and I mean, I didn't say those verbiage, right. But I, I, I kind of 
dealt those out. And like, um, for me, okay, I am laboring because of the faith that I have. I am working in love Mm -hmm. through the love that Christ gives. That is what is my motivation. Yes. And and the persevering is because of the hope I have of what God is doing. I don't know. I just feel like that was kind of something that I just had to hold on to in this season right now to just kind of help me stay determined um, to stay the course. Right. And I said, she is busy. This one over here, she's she's busy. (laughs) Like God is just, he's pouring out so much, so many good things. I mean, I feel like I'm in the middle of a flood and I'm just like, (laughs) a really good flood. So good. But at the same, like, I'm like, okay. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Uh, This is amazing. Amazing. Um, But also their determination that happens when you're waiting for doors to open is also another oh, thing. Yeah. You know, that's like where I'm at, where I'm like hitting roadblock after roadblock after roadblock after and roadblock. And I just went through that. I know, which is so good. So like, and I, we talked about needing to rile together. It is encouraging to my faith, to my walk while I am, I mean, there are things, things, lots of things like my yeah. fridge. Like, let's talk about that. <laughs> um, like waited six weeks for this thing to fix. It was, didn't fix yesterday. So it was three weeks so again, but there's, determination of saying, I know that this door isn't open yet. I know that it's not done. And I know that you have been, you know, waiting patiently um, and being uncomfortable and stretching yourself. Yeah. But like, it's going to happen. Like riling and standing next to somebody who had this flood and we're talking like a floodgate just went like all of a sudden everything just kind of comes into line. You're just like, okay, God, okay. Like, okay, okay, this, I can determine like it, in, it encourages your faith to keep persevering It encourages your faith to stay determined. It's like an automatic switch from a determination to wait and stay the course to a determination to like, okay, keep going. I'm trying, like, God's going to keep me afloat. <laughs> and also a determination when you're watching. And I know that we've had this, a determination to say, oh Lord. Okay. So prepare me. Yeah. You know, it switches your, your your words a little bit in your prayer to say, oh, now I see, like, I see what you're doing. I see what you're up to. I see how your hand is. I see how you want to bless. I see how you want to move. Lord, in this waiting, in this time of me being determined and persevering, get me focused on the things you want me to be focused on. Get me prepared in the way you want me to be prepared so that I'm determined with the right mindset um, and not just like myself. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh yes. Cause that's a thing we can be determined in our own way. Like this is, this is how I see it playing out. God, nine times out of 10 and does not have it play out the way we expect. I just bring it up that fasting I feel is such a great tool to in the waiting. And not just to try to, not just to contend to have doors open, but to get your posture and your heart that's in it, alignment. To get that's in what the it's correct for. Posture to like, I I loved learning this recently in my last fast that, you know, there's nowhere in the Bible, like there's one place in the Bible where God asks someone to fast Mm -hmm. um, or the the nation to fast one day. He is never asked. He he does not make it a requirement or anything, but we have examples of fasting in, in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And the, the fact that, you know, when it comes to being humble, um, we can, God will humble us if we need to be humbled. Right. And it is embarrassing and not fun. 
But fasting (laughs) is a way that we can actually humble ourselves Mm -hmm. and we can approach God. We can deny our flesh and approach God and say, listen, Lord, I am yours. And I want to focus on what you have for me. And I want to make sure that my eyes are on the right thing. Mm -hmm. Speak to me. I'm going to sacrifice all of these things Mm -hmm. and humbly come before you Mm -hmm. with open hands. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just feel like it's just a cool, a a neat tool that we have. It's yeah. It's a blessing to partake in the suffering. You know what I mean? Just all those different avenues. Like we get to join him in this, in the long suffering in, in the sacrifice that it's going just different things. It really brings us back into reverence. And I often say this, I would rather the Lord help me stay humble than to humble me. Like, and I've learned that through getting humbled mm-hmm. that Lord help me to stay in a place of humility instead of you having to humble me. So if there's any way that we could have that, like keep me in that heart and mindset. And also the determination is in the middle of fasting. Oh yeah. You gotta be <laughs> determined. Well, yeah. And it renews, it changes, switches your determination a little bit, but also um, your heart gets back in position with what you're actually determined for, determined, what? let me say this correctly. Your heart gets in full alignment and in, in position for what you and the Lord are determining, like running the race and persevering for, right? right. Your will becomes aligned with his will. There you go. That's good verbiage right there. Right. We're just aligning our, yeah. our will, our strength, our doing to what he wants it. Right. And in diligence and in determination, when you've done that for years, right? When you've been determined through Christ for, over something, let's say, for years, sometimes, oftentimes, we need a little realignment. Like, because he didn't change his mind, he didn't change course, but we kind of can go. There's sometimes, too, I think that we're just stubborn, and stubborn and diligent is not the same. That's a good point. It's very true. Like sometimes I've just been stubborn to like, no, this is what is going to happen. And I'm going to stay this course, you know? Yeah. And even if it's, I I mean, it could be a a sinful, like not part of his will. Because you wanted to turn into disobedience. But I feel like, you know, sometimes we just get a little bit off, a little bit off. And then we can get stubborn in that offness that we think that this is God saying when God could be going like, he could go like here and then kind of be curving. And you're like, you we're going straight. Line. Yeah. I did that a lot. I've done that. States. I held on for stubborn I'm thinking reasons. I'm being determined, but really just stubborn. Yeah. Knock me down, Lord. Knock me down if I'm being stubborn. I'd rather like humble myself. Mm-hmm. I'm learning. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's good. Very good point. Just learning. Okay. Always learning. Always. That was fun. <laughs> we are wrapped up. There we are. Here we are. Determination, diligence, deliverance. Don't be afraid of any of it. That is so good. He's good. Thanks for being here. God bless. Godspeed. We'll see you later. We're overjoyed that you've chosen to tune into this podcast. Now, training in the truth is really the best way to stay diligent and determined. You know, we sweat in training or bleed in battle. 
If you're ready to put some sweat into training in the truth so that you can avoid the bleeding, check out all that Training Truth has to offer with the link below. We all know that the battles of life are inevitable, so let's be diligent to train. Now, don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button, and if you leave a comment, you'll be sure to see Jocelyn and I in the chat throughout the week. With so much gratitude, we pray that you will be filled with the knowledge of his will, bearing fruit, and being strengthened with endurance and joy. Godspeed, friend.